Can you see it? Can you see it? If you can't see it, then how are you going to attain it? What is it? The Wanakamihara here to enhance your vision so you can finally see it. And this is the Challenge with a Purpose podcast, bringing you your weekly inspiration and motivation. Let's get it. Hey, you guys. I don't know why I just felt the urge to say that. I think that was like in some movie. But anyways, it has been 33 days. 30 days since I last had any sort of sweet or dessert. Okay, I take that back. If you guys remember two episodes ago, I think it was. No, was it my last? Oh my goodness, I need to pay attention to my own episodes. Anyways, I did have a setback. I did have a dessert. I think it was like 19 days in, 15 days in, and I ate a dessert. But I jumped back on, finished strong. I even went a day extra so that I could truly say I went 30 days. Was it 30 days in a row? No, but I added an extra day to myself just to kind of, for me mentally, it made up for it. And so now I'm okay. But I did it. We did it. If you were in on the challenge this month, this past 30 days, then awesome. If you made your 30 days, I am so proud of you. Congratulations. Pat yourself on the back. Give yourself a nice warm hug. Did you know that hugging yourself can boost your mood like immensely? But getting a hug from somebody else can turn your whole day around. Somebody that you truly want to hug from. I'm not a touchy-feely huggy person actually. (laughs) So depends on, it has to be somebody I truly want to hug like my husband or my children. If it's some stranger on the street, I'm kind of like, don't touch me. But anyways, Give yourselves a pat on the back. Be proud of the work that you put in. Even if you had a setback like me, I hope you were kind to yourself and you just jumped right back on the next day. So I want to thank everybody who has been listening to this podcast. It has been so much more than I could have ever imagined. And I truly, truly am thankful. And last week, I requested that people send um, in comments or message me on my Instagram or my Facebook page. My Instagram page is live1.30. That's the challenge with a purpose Instagram page. And then the Facebook page is challenge with a purpose. So I had people message me, private message me, sending in requests like I asked you to of things that you maybe were struggling with this past 30 days and what you wanted me to kind of talk about. And I actually got a lot of requests. I was really shocked and but I'm so thankful. It made me so happy and I know that this podcast is coming out a few days late, but it was because I was having a hard time deciding which one I was going to do. But 
I kind of based it off of what I kind of went through this past 30 days too. And it just would make it a little bit easier for me to talk to you guys about that. And um, it really wasn't until, and I kind of knew what it was, but I couldn't put my, you know, when you know a word for something or you know what you want to call something or, but it's right there at the tip of your tongue. And for some reason, it's just not coming to you. That's kind of how this whole past week was like leading up to uh, Tuesday. And I still didn't have it on my brain. And then, you know, as most of you know, that have been listening, I've been subbing and I was at school um, on Tuesday. It was Tuesday and I was thinking about it and I still didn't have anything down and I was helping a student and, you know, they had to do some like college preparatory um, inspirational writing and one of the kids was just like, well, I don't even know what I want to do. And I was like, well, what are you passionate about? And he's like, oh, I don't have a passion. Okay. In my mind, I'm thinking, how can someone not be passionate about something? I feel like in everyone's life, there's got to be something. Maybe you're passionate about video games or, you know, in my head, I'm trying to think what kids these days are passionate about. And I think some people get that confused and we'll kind of talk about that in a minute. But then it was after talking to him for a little bit, it hit me. Vision. He had no vision. And he had no vision because he couldn't see himself. He he actually did have a passion and he knew what he wanted, but he couldn't see himself doing that in real life. It's like if somebody were to ask me, Luana, what is it that you, if, if money were no th- object and, and you could be the best at this the next day, what would you choose to be? Do you want to know what my answer would be? Because I 100% know what my answer would be. It'd be a movie star. I would be the first ever Samoan Caucasian superstar, movie star, on the big screen, doing the big movies, leading movies. Is that realistic? Not really, but that's what I would be doing. That's what I would choose to do. It's been something that has been with me since I was a little girl, since I can remember, since watching movies and just how magical they are and what you can create with a movie and it just has always drawn me in. And you could ask anybody that knows me if there was anything that I could truly be and want to be. And I know this kind of goes a little, well, Luana, you said you can do whatever you want to do. Well, you can, but there's also realistic expectations and goals and, you know, how certain industries work. Um, But what he was lacking was a vision for it. Even for me as an actress, what, I was, what I've always lacked is the vision of it. I can't see myself in that. I can't really see myself. It's like I can, but I can't. Because society says people that look like me, they're the, they're, they might be an extra in the background. So... You know, I I did, you know, living in Hawaii, I did 
apply even for an extra never got it but then real life got in the way and you know um I just let other things became more important to me let's just cut it at that but I think fear of the unknown and then not being able to see yourself doing that causes us to have a lack of vision the word vision if you look it up in the dictionary the noun for vision is the act or power of seeing with the eyes or sight the verb of that is to envision or picture mentally when i was in college my undergrad is in kinesiology I thought I was going to be a sports nutritionist that quickly went out the window. Seriously, the day I graduated, I thought, what am I doing with myself? At that moment, I did not have a vision, which many of us don't, especially when we're young. It's hard for us to really see, especially when we don't have the experiences or, um, you know, maybe the resources for that. So... To envision yourself, to mentally envision yourself. When I was in college, I took a sports psychology class. And it was one of my most favorite classes. And we worked with the athletes on the track team, the football team, and the volleyball team. And we worked with them on mentally preparing themselves. So... Last week we talked, what was my number two, if my listeners remember, my number two thing. And those, the list of things I had last week, those weren't like in any particular order per se. But the number one, two, the number two thing was to meditate. I have to meditate about this. Meditation to me is super huge and if you've never meditated some people are like I don't know how to meditate well you won't know unless you try it but that's a great way for you to calm your brain to open and clear it so that you can actually create a picture in your head of what you want to do where you want to go so that you can see it Whatever that it is for you, you have to be able to visualize it. You have to be able to envision yourself. And sometimes sometimes when you envision things, when you meditate and you can see it, you're not just seeing it in your head. Your body is feeling it. Your senses are smelling it. What would that be like if you could see it and be it? You can set a goal for yourself, but if you cannot visualize yourself reaching that goal, attaining that goal, then you, sir and ma'am, are missing the vision. You're lacking the vision of it. You have to be able to see yourself there so that you can create those steps those small stepping stones to get you to that goal. So this month was probably, 
It was only my second 30 days, I know. But it was really, really challenging for me. And we had a lot going on this month. I mean, we were out of town, I think like three times this month or no, two times this month. And when everybody knows when you travel, you're stopping at gas stations and getting gas station food and snacks. And, you know, I think I mentioned to you one weekend, our hotel gave free candy the entire weekend. This last weekend, we went up to Dallas again and we went a bunch of us after my husband had to do a there's another school opening up in North Dallas. Amazing school, great um, jujitsu instructor, professor up there. And if anyone is listening in the Dallas area, if you're North Dallas and Prosper, Texas, Jonathan Hunter's Aloha CJJF Academy is amazing. It's a beautiful academy. And he is just a really great professor. And he had invited my husband up to do a seminar, kind of soft opening seminar kind of thing. And afterwards, we all went to eat at this barbecue place. The barbecue was amazing. But they gave free desserts. There was free banana pudding, free ice cream, free peach cobbler, I think it was. I don't even know. I didn't even bother looking. That was one thing I did. I didn't even bother going up and looking because I knew that was just going to really tempt me because I was so close to it was like, you got two more days, Luana, and then you're going to hit your 30 days. And everybody had an ice cream cone. I swear almost everybody there had an ice cream cone. I didn't even let it face me. Because do you know what I did? You guys heard I write down in my journal, the the Rachel Hollis um, journal. And every day, because it's like 10 dreams that you made happen. And it's kind of like a 10-year plan kind of thing. Um, But every day, I literally write in that journal, every single day, I am 145 pounds. So while everybody was getting an ice cream cone and eating that, I just kind of blankly stared. And I envisioned in my mind what a 145 pound me looks like. I envisioned the scale that I had just stepped on the day before and it went down another pound. I envisioned that scale going down another pound and another pound. Finally getting to what I will look like at 145 pounds. Now, this is something that I have been working on literally since January, I would say. Because I've never been able to envision that. I've never, I can't remember a time in my life where I weighed 145 pounds. I have always been a big girl. I've always been bigger than the kids in my class. In elementary and middle school, I was taller than all the girls. I was taller than all the boys. Now, it's like I stopped growing height-wise. I swear I've been 5'4 since the fifth grade. And I just grew out the other way. So, I used to be super tall. And now I'm like one of the shortest people. But, you know, whatever. I like being short. But I just grew the other way. So, it's I've, I really cannot recall a time that I was ever 145 pounds. 
So for me to actually visualize that is really kind of hard. And it's been something I've had to really kind of think about. And what I do even is I'll look at other people and I think, oh, they're kind of my stature. I I wonder how much they weigh. They must be like around, you know, and sometimes if they're a friend of mine, because I have beautiful in-shape friends um, that somehow I've been blessed to be surrounded by, but, you know, sometimes I'll ask them and they'll tell me and then I'm like, oh, you're 120. Okay, well, that's not my goal, but wow, you look great. Um, so then I gotta find somebody else. And so when I can see that, or when I kind of get an idea and then I'm like, can I see myself that small? And the funny thing is, is that even though I've been a big girl my whole life, and I think this is actually part of my problem, (laughs) is I feel it. I feel the 145 pound girl. I feel her inside my bones that I walk around this world as if I'm already her. And I forget, no joke, I literally forget that I'm 260 pounds. Actually, I'm below that now. Thank you. Thank you for my last 30 days. I have broken the 260. And yes, I'm being, I can't even believe I'm sharing that with all of the world who's listening to this, but yes, I am now below 260. I am 257. I haven't seen that number in a long time too. So I'm very proud of that and it just keeps going. But inside, I do walk around feeling like I feel that 145 girl inside of me. So I know she's there but I can't really see her. I can feel her, but I can't see her. So I walk around this place, the, you know, and I carry myself as if I'm this skinny little thing. And then I see myself on a video or in a picture and I'm like, who is that? That is not anyone I know. And I'm like, oh my Oompa Loompa. Maybe I'm self- you know, sabotaging right now, but it's so true. Like I, I don't know if anybody else out there does this, but I seriously will do that because I feel her inside of my bones and I know she is there, but that kind of helps. So when I see a picture, it brings me back to the reality of what I have to start visualizing and seeing because I can't just feel her. I also have to see her. What would that look like for me? What size of pant would that be for me? I don't know, but I try to visualize that and it kind of just helps me get through those hard moments. So it's remembering that that's my goal. I can see it and I'm starting to see it. I'm kind of getting an idea of what that would look like for me because I also feel her too and that helps too. And I think where that that feeling comes from is also from my passion. Every week at jujitsu, 
we do a word of the week for our kids class. And this week's word is passion. This is such a huge word for me because, man, if you don't have passion, I feel like you can't even get to the point of visualization. To me, you have to have that emotion. To me, passion is an emotion to be turned into an action to act upon. It's, emo- it's an emotion that we would act upon that allows us to take the action. So without that passion, without this, you know, I, I love to work out and I'm starting to gain, I truly am starting to gain a passion for choosing healthy foods and, you know, trying to make better decisions. And when it comes to my eating and And even working out, like, man, do I feel like working out today? Show up for yourself, Luana. Get in there and show up for yourself because you're going to feel better about it. Because I'm passionate about being healthy. There's so many things that I'm passionate about. I want to get healthy for myself, first of all. But for my daughters. My daughters, man, I want them to see what a life you can have when you are full of passion and health and well-being. And that just fuels my passion even more for it all. I feel like that was all kind of like a jumbled, might not have made sense. I'm sorry, but I got a little excited there about that. But you have to have passion. It's the fuel in the fire for action, if that makes any sense. So this past 30 days, that's kind of what I've really focused on. So I was really excited and you know, it's kind of what, and for some reason, until I was having that conversation, I didn't really explain that um, part, but until I was having that conversation with the kid, for some reason, this whole entire time, until on Tuesday when I was subbing, I could not think of the word envision, to have vision, to envision it. It, it wasn't coming to me until that moment, but I feel like I had somebody request you know, along the lines of, of passion, but I wanted to tie that in with something. And then it just so happened that our word of the week was passion as well. So I just thought how perfect, because it really does all tie in together. The passion, the vision, the how do you set your goals so that you can reach that? I don't really have any steps or anything like that this week for that, like I did last time. I'm To be honest, I kind of am just winging it right now I knew I had to get this done and but it's something that I'm truly passionate about and I knew I wanted to get it out there and just talk to you guys about the importance of having a vision well how do you get that vision passion how do you find your passion what is that inside of your gut that tells you that's what you should be doing that's what you want to do that voice in your head that is giving you a positive action, not, a, not the negative voice, not, not that negative voice inside your head, but who 
is that positive voice, that, that gut feeling that you get, that you have to do this. That's your passion. When you're doing something, and even if it's driving you crazy, but you still love it, that's your passion. Find out what that is. And then visualize it. See it. When you can really visualize it, you're not just going to see it. You're going to feel it. You're going to taste it. It's kind of like I'm almost there because I'm starting to see that 145-pound girl. But I can feel her already. I can almost taste what it tastes like, the food that she has to eat to be that. Does that make sense? I want you guys to really, really get this because I think it's really important and this is going to be something that really helps keep you on track. You have to have that vision. You have to have that passion. You have to want it. And that wanting comes from the passion. And that vision comes from the passion that you have. I always like to just because it, you know, I know I, this podcast really is for anybody and everybody. I don't discriminate against religions or sexuality, anything like that. But for me, I, you know, I read the Bible daily and I have certain verses that I love and verses that seem to come up to me when I go to do a podcast and one of my favorite verses, um, kind of in regards to passion and vision, is Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, and it says, "For I know the plans I have for you," declares the Lord, "plans to prosper you, and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future." We just have to believe it, and if you're For me, I know that God has a greater plan for me than I have for myself. So knowing that even more so allows me to trust in the process, to trust in knowing that these are stepping stones and each thing I'm doing is a learning curve. And I will fall off, but I will always, I will always be picked back up. And I will always stand back up and I'll get back on it and I will continue to do my best and give my best. Because I have a plan. I have a vision. And it's not, and I've I've used, you know, my weight loss as what, you know, for this, but there's other things in my life. It's not just to that, but that vision kind of affects a lot of the other visions that I have for myself. There's a lot of things that I still want to do in this lifetime that I cannot do as a 258-pound woman, sadly, but it's true. So for me to do those things, for instance, just in case any of you are wondering, I would love, love to go ziplining. But did you know you have to be less than 250 pounds to go ziplining here? In Texas, I don't know if it's the same for 
all zip lines, but the ones we were looking at here, you have to be less than 250 pounds. You have to be at least 70 pounds, no more than 250 pounds. Well, guess what? The fear in my brain says you got to be way under 250. I, that's like pushing it. If that's their max, I don't want to be pushing the max limit. But that's a goal of mine. Like I really want to experience zip lining. I think it looks so much fun and would be an amazing activity to do with my family. And everybody else in my family can participate right now but me. I'm the only one holding this up. So it's very important to me that I get below that and go ziplining. I want to be able to go with my family and enjoy those things, those moments with my family. So that vision of that 145 girl, now she's my kind of 10 year, that's my long-term goal. But my short term, I will be 39 on October 8th. That gives me one year to get down to 200. A little over a year, actually, because, you know, October 8th is right around the corner. A little over a year to get down to 200 pounds, to drop 50, what is that, 58 pounds that I need to drop. So that gives me a year. I think that's a pretty good generous amount of time to meet that goal. So, you know, having these visions and these um, realistic expectations, that should probably be my next podcast on expectations. That was actually one of my requests too. And, you know, it's funny because all these things kind of feed into each other, but that's, you got to have those realistic expectations and they kind of, it just all goes together. And for my vision, that 145 pound girl that affects so many more of my visions. So it's important that I have these little goals to attain and to reach my bigger goal and to be able to visualize that. And the 200 pound girl is way more easier for me to visualize than the 145 pound girl because I have been, I can remember the exact age and moment in my life that I was 200 pounds can remember it. It was when I first moved to Hawaii. I was 24 years old. I had just turned 24. 24 years old. It's the last time I was 200 pounds. So I can see that girl. So that's an easier thing for me to visualize. And even that girl gives me a lot more opportunity than where I'm at right now. So, again, I just want to thank everybody. I want want to thank everyone for your continued support. And I just want to remind you all to meditate. Do your prayers or whatever it is that you do. Drink plenty of water. Remember, I hope you guys are all drinking. Um, I follow Rachel Hollis's... uh, water plan, I guess you would call it. I I just totally went blank there for a second. I'm so sorry. But I try to drink at least 50% of my body weight in ounces of water every day, every single day. And I 
cannot tell you how important that is and how much that has helped me. It helps me stay full. It helps me with my skin. My skin has not been nearly as dry as it normally is because I have atopic dermatitis all over my face and lots of parts of my body, but I have noticed it really has cleared up since drinking a lot of water. Helps with your bowel movements. If any of you are having trouble going number two, drinking plenty of water. Actually, that's the first thing I do in the morning. I fill up my water before I go to bed and I leave it by my bed, like right next to my bed. And as soon as I get up, I chug that water and then I'm in the bathroom. No issues. It's been great because, you know, if you're kind of clogged up, it kind of makes you feel bloated and blah and Nobody feels great and then it's hard when you already feel blah. We tend to want to eat bad and just make the rest of the day blah. Well, don't do that. Drink lots of water. You won't feel that way. You'll feel nice and light and wonderful. So, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. Sorry, I was, I always try to keep this under a certain time limit, but I end up going on these rants and all that good stuff and it was I know it was kind of all over the place you guys today but I hope that it inspired you and I hope that you can truly look inside yourself and find what it is that you're passionate about and I want you guys to really practice motivate or sorry practice meditating And if you can't meditate, if you're having trouble meditating, another thing that you can do is write it down. If you're a writer, what would that look like? Really think about that. Okay, what? And for me, it's that 145. That's what I use. But maybe for you, it's um, a job you want or a career you want. Maybe you want to be a nurse. Okay, and right now you work at as a teacher. Well, you already have a degree, write it down, look into it. Would, would you need to go back and get another bachelor's or is there a master nursing program you could do because you already have your, you know, your degree in education. Maybe there's nursing education you could do. There, there's so many things I think out there in this world, especially career wise, that a lot of us are just not educated on. Or no, even when I went into the field of counseling psychology, like I had no, first of all, I had no idea the process after I graduated. I thought I was going to graduate with my master's. I was going to be a psychologist. No, no, no. That's not how it works. But that's okay. I, I understand the process now and I'm on it and I'm working towards it. And that's great. But, you know, just the amount of opportunity that I will have when I get licensed, the types of areas and things I can go into and do like it's so important to educate ourselves on these things and that kind of helps with your vision educate yourself on what it is that you want or what it is that you want to do or be educate yourself on that you know right now for that hundred and for me to get to that 145 pound girl you know it's I I I have to come to terms with I'm not going to be able to eat the way that I eat and I'm educating myself on what are what are foods that I know that I can continue to eat for long periods of time that are healthy for my body that I'm not going to be 
like, oh, let me go buy kale. I hate kale. Anybody who says kale is good, oh my gosh, I hate kale. I'll throw it in a smoothie or something just because, but I hate it. And I'm not going to shove foods. There are so many healthy foods out there, you guys. So many healthy foods out there. Find the ones that you enjoy that you like. I love spinach. I'm a spinach person. Spinach is amazing for you. I will eat all the spinach in the world. Kale, forget it. I don't want kale. So educate yourself. Try things out. See what's going to work for you. Make it happen. Create a vision board. Vision boards are amazing. Go through um, catalogs, newspapers, magazines, whatever it is. Internet. Print out pictures off the internet. Create a vision board. What is it that you want? Put it in your room, wherever it is that you'll see it every single day. These are small things that you can do, easy, inexpensive things that you can do. Educate yourself, but do something. Work towards creating that vision for yourself. I want you to have the future that you want for yourself, and I want you to know that it is attainable. It is 100% attainable, but it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of passion. And when you're passionate about something, that hard work that you're doing that you absolutely hate, I hate eating fruit and vegetables every single day. I want to go eat a cheeseburger. I want to eat desserts. But I'm so passionate about this right now that I'm not going to give in that easy. I'm not going to rip myself apart for this. Because of one little weakness. That's how passionate I am. Find that passion. Find that fuel that lights that fire that turns into action. And that action becomes your vision. And you reach that vision so it's no longer just a vision. It is reality. And then you move on to the next one. Because there's always going to be something that we're trying to attain. That's what I think life really kind of is. It's a constant, not battle, but it's a constant. If you go about it the wrong way, you're going to constantly want more. Like whenever you reach that goal, it's not going to be enough. But I had somebody ask me once in a job interview, what does success look like for you? And I told her, I truly don't know because I think once I reach a certain level, I'm going to want to create another level for me. Not in a bad way, but I like to constantly challenge myself. It's like being a lifelong learner. I want to constantly educate myself about things to keep myself moving forward. And not just for myself, but so that I can be a better person, the best me, the best version of me so that I can show up for my family, for my husband, for my kids, for my mom, for my mother-in-law, my brother, my sister, my nieces, myself, and anybody else who needs me. But I have to show up for myself first. I have to do that. That's so important. So it's super important. Find that passion in you. Figure out what it is you want and visualize it. 
visualize it. I'm telling you, it's going to help get you through hard times. You can use that. You can fall back on that. If you create a vision board, you're having a struggle, go in wherever you hang it out. Go stare at it. Look at it for five minutes, two minutes, 30 seconds even. It'll knock you out of your funk. It'll keep you on track. You guys have a great week. I will catch you all next week. Oh, and before we go out, so this next 30 days, I am not giving anything up. What I'm doing this time is I'm going to add my next 30 day challenge is to add at least one vegetable with every meal I eat. So if it's my breakfast, like I like to have eggs with like a spinach salad. For lunch, I've been eating a salad. For dinner, uh, you know, might have asparagus or broccoli or uh, just adding something. Yesterday for lunch, I did have a, I just had a ham and cheese sandwich, but I added carrots and celery. I didn't have chips. I had carrots and celery instead. So just adding good vegetables that help keep me full, that fuel my body, um, not necessarily changing up too much of the, you know, still trying to make healthier whole dishes, but adding those vegetables in, more vegetables, less rice, more vegetables, less potato salad, or, you know, something like that. So that is my challenge for the next 30 days, is to have a vegetable with every single meal. I used to think, you can't have vegetables with breakfast. Well, yes, you can. Put some peppers in your omelet or have a veggie omelet or throw a salad on the side instead of toast with your eggs or whatever it is. Or, you know, if you're having oatmeal, then have some carrots on the side or something, celery on the side. You can always throw in a vegetable. It, I, For me, in the beginning, it was kind of like, can I eat vegetables in the morning? That seems so early to be. But you know what? You guys know my schedule. I don't even eat till like 11 o'clock. So having vegetables, that's like lunch already. But anyways, that's my that's my next 30 days. Um, so stay tuned. See how that goes. And I hope you guys all come up with your next thing to either give up. That is, remember, the challenge is give up one thing that is not good for your soul, your body, your being. Does not have to be a food item or anything like that. It could be maybe you're too much social media, maybe you watch too much TV, maybe you smoke too much, or maybe you drink too much. Give whatever it is that does not fuel your body in a good way or your whole being in a good way, give it up. Just one. We all, I, we all have many things that we consume way too much of that is not healthy for us. Pick one, give it up. Or you could do like I'm doing and pick one thing to add that is healthy. Maybe you haven't started working out yet. Maybe you're going to start adding in a walk. It doesn't have to be a whole hour workout routine, but go walk for 30 minutes. Walk for 15 minutes. Break it up. Add that into your day. Maybe it's your, your maybe you're walking, but you're not getting any um, muscular. Uh, um, I just, oh my goodness. 
I'm going so blank right now again, but you know, maybe you haven't worked on abs at all. You've just been doing cardio. Maybe you're going to start adding in 50 sit-ups a day, but you know, make sure whatever you're adding in to your life is a positive. Make sure it's something that fuels your body for the good, that makes your soul happy, your heart happy, that makes you a better person, that makes and helps you be your best self. Good luck. Again, I would love it if you guys comment. Let me know what you thought of this podcast. Um, Share it with all your friends. And I look forward to talking with you all next week. Have a great week. Y'all, I am trying to create a community of people who want to support each other, love on each other, lift each other up. This was your daily motivation, your daily inspiration. Thank you so much for listening. If you really enjoyed what you heard, please share it, please share it, please share it. You can also follow us on the Challenge with a Purpose Facebook page or on Instagram at live1.30. That's L-I-V 1.30. The numerical 1.30. Thank you so much for listening again and I'll see you guys next week.